money you're about to give in this action shall be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God. I do. Have a seat. How you doing this afternoon, all right? Good. All right. Just state your name and spell your first name and your last name for the record. Speak into the microphone, all right? Georgia Gaston, G-E-O-R-G-I-A-G-A-S-T-O-N-E. Mr. Rogers. What is your business or occupation? Hairstylist. Uh, where do you work now? Dauphin Court. Where is that located? Um, off of Lake Mead and Buffalo. Where were you working in September 1998? Neiman Marcus Beauty Swan. Were you working on September 10, 1998? Yes, sir. And did you know Dina Perry? Yes. Now, who is Dina Perry? She was our manicurist. Uh, how about uh, Michelle Gilliam? Did you know her? Yes, sir. Uh, what was uh, her position? She was a hairstylist. What was your position? Um, hairstylist as well. I also did facials. Uh, did there come a time uh, somewhere around uh, 11 a.m. on September 10, 1998, uh, when uh, you observed a, a person uh, later identified uh, to you as Sandy? Yes. Uh, did you see her in the shop? Yes. It was, did you note uh, Sandy coming into the shop uh, with anybody else? No. Did you have customers uh, that morning? I was in the facial room most of the day. Where is that uh, located in relationship to the Matt Dina Perry's uh, station and the pedicure room? Um, it's in a totally different area behind the reception desk. Had do you ever uh, met uh, Sandy prior to that? Uh, I had seen her in the salon several times. Uh, did you know her last name? Uh, Binion. Uh, do you see uh, San Sandy? Uh, did you later learn uh, that uh, her uh, true name was Murphy? Yes. Do you see Sandra Murphy in court today? Yes. Please point to her describe an article of clothing that she's wearing this, this afternoon. Uh, a gray suit. Point to her, please. Uh, thank you. May the record reflect the identification of the defendant, Sandra Murphy. The record so reflect. Uh, Justin, how many prior occasions had you seen Sandy Murphy in the shop? Uh, approximately three or four three or four times uh, prior to September 10, 1998? Yes. Uh, will you describe uh, her personality just in general? Um, happy, um, she was excited, uh, he uh, knew she was there, loud, uh, just uh, talking, talking on cell phones, that type. That is the way uh, Sandra Murphy was in, in uh, general, uh, loud and talkative? Yes. Uh, was uh, she that way on September 10, 1998? Yes. Uh, you knew that she was uh, there in the shop? Yes. Th did she appear to be uh, talkative to you on September 10, 1998? Um, she was talkative. I, she wasn't talking to me in general, but I knew she was there. Even though you're in a separate area within the salon, right? Uh, do you uh, did you recognize uh, 
Now, how long was she in the shop, as far as you know? Um, probably uh, two hours or longer. And did you ever engage Ms. Murphy in conversation of that uh, late morning or early afternoon? No. Now, after she uh, left, uh, did you have a discussion with uh, Dina Perry? Yes. Uh, where did this discussion take place? In the dispensary. Uh, what is the dispensary? It's a room in the back of the shop that we, our supplies are in, colors and perms, any supplies we need for the salon. Uh, who else was back in the dispensary room with you, yourself and Dina Perry? Um, Michelle Gillian, I believe Sheldon Cornette was there. And now I'm talking back in this room where you keep the colors, the dispensary room. Are you saying that all those people were back there with From you? From time to time, yes. Okay. Well, when you just Michelle and Dina, though. When you spoke with uh, Dina Perry after uh, Sandy Murphy uh, had uh, left the shop, uh, was it uh, just you and Dina, or were there other people present? Or do you even have a recollection? I, I don't know. Uh, did the topic uh, of Sandy Murphy or Sandy Binion uh, come up when you were talking to Dina yes. back in the dispensary? Yes. Uh, what did Dina tell you? She said, um, you won't believe this, but um, she was talking to uh, Sandra Murphy, and she mentioned that her uh, boyfriend would die of a heroin overdose in a few weeks. Uh, did uh, Dina... Perry tell you who made that statement uh, that uh, Ted Binion was going to die of an overdose within three weeks? That Sandra Murphy made it. Uh, uh, was it? Yes, your objection is noted, but uh, Mr. Roger, you're, uh, of course it is hearsay, but you think it's an exception to the hearsay rule, is that correct? That's correct, Judge. And that being that it's uh, admissible under 51.0352B to rebut or an express or implied charge of declarance recent fabrication. That's correct. Your objection is noted, uh, and of course Mom, Mr. Mamet uh, joins in that, but it's, uh, it's overruled. I'm going to allow, allow it under that exception to the hearsay rule. Thank Proceed. You. Uh, can you tell us exactly what uh, Dina told you that uh, she attributed to Sandra Murphy? Um, she said that uh, her boyfriend would die of a heroin overdose in a few weeks. And that's what uh, Sandra Murphy said to Dina? Correct. Is, is there any question in your mind that that's what Dina Perry said? On September 10, 1998, uh, when she talked about her conversation with uh, Sandy Murphy? No. Uh, subsequently, uh, on October 14, 1998, uh, a day or two before the opening of the Bellagio, were you working in uh, the salon? Yes. Uh, did you see Sandra Murphy again? Yes. Uh, was she with anybody? I, I didn't recall. Uh, who was uh, waiting on her or providing services for her? Um, uh, Danielle did a blow dry on her, I think, that day. Uh, who? What is uh, Danielle, did you Danielle say? What is Danielle's last name? I don't know. 
Uh, did you see uh, Ms. Murphy when she was in the salon? Yes. Uh, did she have uh, anything with her? Um, glass of wine. Uh, did you serve a wine in the Neiman Marcus salon uh, back in October 1998? No, we never have. Uh, was there any type of uh, in-house policy against serving liquor to customers? Um, we never served. I don't know what the policy would be, but I know we never served it. Uh, so uh, the salon didn't have a liquor license to sell liquor? No, sir. Uh, when she was in there with uh, her glass of wine, uh, was she dressed uh, differently? Um, I, I don't understand the question. Okay. Uh, did she have uh, a, uh, a any other items besides her, her uh, glass of wine in her possession? I don't recall. Uh, did you talk to her that day? No. Uh, did you overhear any of her conversation? Yes. Uh, was there a discussion as to what she'd be doing in the near future? Um, she was uh, con concerned about um, not getting into her home at that time. Uh, what did she say? That um, she just had a few items and she was worried about um, being let back into the house. Uh, did you uh, ever uh, hear her discuss her feelings about the loss of Ted Binion? No. Are you saying uh, that the focus of her statements was that she was concerned about personal items that were in the house? Yes. Uh, did she talk about uh, going to the opening of the Bellagio? Yes. Uh, what did she say? She was concerned about going because um, of the Binion family possibly being there. And did she tell you uh, why she was concerned about the Binion family being there? Uh, that they were mad at her. Uh, did you tell the detectives uh, that Ms. Murphy said that she was unsure uh, whether the Binion family would be rude to her? Yes. It, was that accurate? Yes. I pass the witness. Oh, is Mommy on anything? Uh, yes, I have a few questions. Uh, when Sandy came into your shop to get her hair cut, uh, you indicated that she was kind of loud. Yes. And uh, was she uh, drinking at that time? Yes. Did she have a glass of wine with her? Yes. And I take it this was the, the day before the Bellagio opening? Um, both times she... Both times? Yes. Uh, the September 10th as well as the date of the Bellagio opening? Correct. Uh, <clears throat> and she indicated... Uh, was it just to you or was it to more than one person about her concerns regarding being locked out of the house? She didn't make them to me. I overheard them. She was talking to Michelle okay. Gillian at the time. Okay. 
and she was concerned on, on how they would treat her at this event, the Palacio opening correct. event. Is that correct? Yes. She didn't have anything negative to say about them. No. She indicated she just wanted to get her belongings out of the house. She was concerned about her belongings, yes. In addition, uh, did she appear to be upset about Ted? No. Mm -hmm. right. Keep your voice up, Mr. You know, so the whole record could hear it, right? Rather uh, than whispering, right? Did, did, did this is your statement, ma'am? Yes. And uh, page three of that statement. Could you just uh, look at the, uh, after the question, okay, answer. Could you read that to yourself, please? Yes. Okay. Uh, does that help refresh your recollection? Did she say that she was upset about Ted? No, the, the gentleman asked me if she was upset about, um, if she seemed upset, and I told her I didn't know know her very well. I didn't know if you know, she looked upset or not. It didn't appear to me. Could you do me a favor? Could you just read your answer, that line and a half into the record, please? From here? Just yes, ma'am. She talked more about that, so I don't know. She was upset about Ted. She didn't really talk much, talk about him that much. Okay, but when you said she was upset about Ted, that's a separate sentence, isn't it? It's a sentence in and of itself. Yes. Okay. There was a question posed to you regarding uh, Deanna Perry and the statement. And uh, do you recall what your answer was uh, to the question? Did Deanna say how she knew Sandy from the past? Do you remember what your answer was? Um, I got an objection to hearsay unless there's a foundation. Well, I don't understand it's the reverse. It's, it's in his statement, is that correct? Yes, Your Honor. And just because it's in here in the statement, uh, Mr. Mauman doesn't necessarily mean that it's an exception to the hearsay rule, and uh, there has to be a foundation. We need to know if Dina Perry told her this. All right. Well, all right. Why don't well, you ask did you have a conversation with Dina Perry uh, regarding how she knew Sandy? Um, from a topless bar. Okay. Do you know uh, what which topless bar it was? I think she said Crazy Horse. And that Dina had known Sandy from the Crazy Horse? Yes. And did Dina indicate that 
she had previously worked there? I don't remember that. I'm sure you're page six. If you read that answer to yourself, ma'am, just here. The data said to you that she used to be a topless dancer at the Crazy Horse, and she had known her previously from that and that she had been with Ted for a few years, probably over seven or eight years. Yeah. What did you say to Negative court's intelligence. No further questions. Thank you. Anything, Mr. Plaza? No, Your Honor. Thank Any you. Any redirect, Mr. Yes, Mr. Roger? Yes, uh, sir. Mr. Mommet asked you uh, whether Sandra Murphy uh, expressed that uh, uh, she was concerned about uh, Ted Binion's passing. You remember that question? Yes. Uh, he uh, referred you to page three of your statement? Yes. There was a question and answer before Mr. Mommet asked you to read. Uh, were you asked to before then okay and when when she was uh, discussing this, was she upset? Uh, did she appear that she was upset from Ted's death or and was your answer she was just, I think, more concerned about her belongings and personal stuff? Yeah. And then uh, the questioner said okay and then you said she talked uh, more about that, so I don't know. And then it appears to be a, a separate sentence. Do you know if you said if she was upset about uh, Ted, uh, she didn't really talk about him that much? Uh, or we're talking about the transcription and what she recalls. The transcription says that uh, she was upset about uh, Ted. Uh, do you know if that's what you said or whether you said, I don't know if she was upset about Ted? I would object. It's leading the witness, number one. Number two, there's a prior statement. Take It's a Metropolitan Police Department statement. They transcribed it, and there's no if before this. So we could all be doing that and suggesting, uh, suggesting some other words being placed in a sentence. All right, number one, uh, it is a little leading, Mr. Roger, but number two, she could certainly explain what she meant by that. And I'll allow, just, just ask a direct question, what did you mean by that, please? Uh, did you say this or did you say something else? I didn't mean it the way it's stated there. Well, what did you mean? I meant that I didn't know Sandra Murphy, therefore I don't know her expressions or whether she was upset, you know, or not. I didn't, I don't, didn't know her. She didn't seem upset to me. Uh, did you ask, did she, you ever hear her say, oh my goodness, my Teddy, he's gone? No, sir. Uh, did you ever say, the love of my life is no longer with me and I'm sad? No. Uh, did you ever hear her say anything about Ted Binion uh, besides uh, her own personal belongings? No. 
Uh, so without uh, trying to get inside uh, of uh, Ms. Murphy's mind or, or feelings, uh, she did not make uh, any type of expression about uh, her loss of Ted Binion while you were there? No. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mamata asked you if uh, Dina Perry knew um, uh, Sandra Murphy and he had you read uh, a portion of your uh, statement uh, where you referenced uh, the crazy horse. Uh, if you would, uh, I'd like you to follow with me and, and we'll read the rest of the statement. Uh, and we'll start off with uh, Mr. Mamet's question. Uh, does the statement or was the question asked, did Dina say how she knew Sandy from the past? Was that the question? Yes. Uh, was your response, Dina said that she used to be a topless dancer at Crazy Horse and uh, she had known her previously from that and she had been with Ted for a few years, probably over seven or eight years. But was that the response? Yes. Uh, did you clarify uh, who she was as far as being the topless dancer? Uh, let's read the next question. Well, I knew who she was talking about. Okay, we're just talking about your statement, uh, ma'am. Oh. Uh, the next question, and Dean is talking about Sandy, not herself, is that correct? Yes. Uh, and was your answer right? Yes. Uh, so you weren't suggesting that Dina Perry was a topless dancer, crazy horse. Uh, you were saying that Dina said that that lady, Sandra Murphy, was the topless dancer. Yes. And uh, did the questioner say okay? And then you said Adina was a bartender, I think, there, or she had known her from the bar industry. Or, and then the person says, at the crazy horse, and you said yeah. Uh, so do you ha have a clear recollection as to what Adina uh, Perry told you about uh, knowing uh, Sandy Murphy prior to this? Um. I wasn't sure if she knew her from the bar industry or Crazy Horse. Uh, did uh, Dina Perry ever tell you that she had a personal relationship with Sandra Murphy? No. Uh, except uh, for the Neiman Marcus uh, hair salon, did Dina Perry ever say that she had any type of relationship with Sandra Murphy prior to September 10, 1998? No. Uh, do you know uh, whether it was Cheetahs uh, or Crazy Horse or any type of bar? I'm not sure. Uh, are you sure that Dina Perry told you on September 10, 1998 uh, that uh, Sandy Murphy said that uh, Ted Binion would die of an overdose within a few weeks? Yes. Yes? Any further questions? Yes, I do, Your Honor. Sure. Well, who brought up the crazy horse? Did you bring it up? No. Did the police officer bring it up? I can't remember. The police officer that took the statement, did he suggest it to you? I don't know. Did uh, Dana Perry, did she say the crazy horse? I don't recall it. It's been a long time ago. Okay, but this, uh, when uh, you took the statement, uh, you were talking to a detective Music and a detective Tommy Thousand, right? Yes. And that was on January 12th, 1999. Correct. And you're relating, as of January 12th, 1999, certain events that occurred from September of 1998, <coughs> four months earlier. Right. So, now, did you take any notes as a result of your conversations with Deanna Perry 
or Sandy Murphy on, in September of 1998? No. October of 1998? No. All right, so you're remembering events and conversations four months later that you had with people. Is that correct? Yes. And you're doing this naturally to the best of your knowledge. Right. Okay, you're not gonna make up things. No. You're honest. Yes. Right. And <clears throat> is it fair to say that when you mentioned the word crazy horse, I mean, that's definitive, that's a place. Is that crazy horse or is it crazy horse two? Do you know which one? It was just, I don't remember if Michelle or Dina, I don't remember who told me that, but it was crazy horse, I remember that. Uh, well, do you know which was supposed to be the topless dancer at the horse? The crazy horse? Sandy Murphy. Are you sure that that's what Dina said? Yes. Okay. And, uh, and she also, Deanna Perry says that, that Sandy was with Teddy for seven or eight years. Correct. And you're as sure of that as you are that Dina Perry said to you that she was a bartender at the Crazy Horse. Objection, that's not her statement. This argument. How about this? <clears throat> Is it your statement? The Dina's talking about Sandy Nottis' office, is that correct? Right. Okay. Answer. Dina was a bartender, I think, there. When you say there, you're referring to the crazy horse, aren't you? No. Well, what are you referring to? You have a statement here and- The I question they asked me, did she know her by being a bartender or a topless dancer? You see this, ma'am? The last line, Dina was a bartender, I think, there. Where? Is it at the Crazy Horse? No. Where would it be that she was a bartender? She was a bartender at several different places. I'm meaning that she knew her from the bar industry. I didn't say she worked at Crazy Horse. Dana. Right. How about Sandy? But for sure Sandy was working at the Crazy Horse. I don't know if she was working there. She said she may have, she knew her from there. Okay. <clears throat> I have no further questions, Your Honor. All right, that completes the testimony? Yes. All right, you're free to go about your business. Thank you Thank very you. much. Call your next witness. Michelle Gilliam. It is known as where the testimony you're about to give in this action shall be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you out. Yes. Please have a seat. State your name and spell your last name for the record. Speak into that microphone, all right? Michelle Gilliam, G-I-L-L-I-A-M. Uh, Ma'am, what is your business or occupation? I'm a hair designer. Uh, how long have you been a hair designer? I've been a hair designer in the state three and a half years. Uh, where do you work now? Dolphin Court, Lake Mead and Buffalo. Uh, prior to uh, going to work at the Dolphin Court, uh, where did you work? Neiman Marcus in the Fashion Show Mall. Uh, how long did you work at Neiman Marcus? About two years. Uh, did you come to know a, a person by the name of uh, Sandy as uh, one of your customers? Yes. Uh, when did you first meet Sandy? Um, I don't have a date on that. Uh, did you uh, 
was it sometime in 1998? That would probably be correct. In uh, 1998, uh, can you estimate uh, for us uh, how many times Sandy came in uh, to uh, see you and uh, either get a blow dot, dry, or cut? Usually for bigger events like um, um, balls that we would be having, so I'd say probably maybe four to five times a year. Uh, did you indicate uh, to uh, police or to the grand jury uh, that uh, and Ms. Murphy had come in about the 10 to 15 times prior to September 10, 1998. That would be correct. Uh, did you know uh, Sandy's last name? Murphy. Uh, did she go by Sandy Murphy or by any other name? No, by Sandy Murphy. Uh, do you see uh, Sandy Murphy in court today? Yes, I do. Uh, please point to her and describe an article of clothing that she's wearing today. Beautiful gray suit. May the record reflect the identification of the defendant, Sandra Renee Murphy. Record so reflect. <clears throat> uh, during uh, the times uh, that you spoke uh, with Ms. Murphy, uh, did uh, she share with you uh, personal things about herself? Yes, she did. Uh, how would you describe her just uh, generally uh, during the many times that she'd been into your shop? Um, on average, she usually was on good terms, um, very happy and polite, um, just reflect about her family and um, Ted Binion. Uh, did you consider her a, a reserved person or, or a talkative person? I would consider her a talkative person. Uh, did she uh, talk about the uh, material uh, items uh, while she was visiting with you during your services? On occasion. Tell me about that. Um, as far as possessions, uh, she spoke about the house one time. Her, uh, the esthetician that worked with us lived next door. Apparently, we're friends. And um, other than that, they were going to a couple charity balls. They were high-priced charity balls that they had the family flying in for. That were very expensive to go to. That they were able to attend. Uh, did you describe her for the Clark County Grand Jury as a person who seemed uh, very influenced uh, by money? Yes, that would be correct. Is that a, a fair uh, representation of Ms. Murphy's character as you saw it? That would be correct. Uh, were you working on uh, September 10, 1998? Yes, I was. Uh, what shift did you work? I usually worked at 12 to 5. At uh, 12 p.m. until 5 p.m.? PM. Ms. Gilliam, I'm showing you states uh, exhibit number 25. Does this appear to be the appointment book uh, for September 10, 1998? Yes, it is. Uh, do you see uh, your slot, uh, Michelle, M-E-S-H-E-L-L? -L? Yes. Uh, does it indicate uh, here what time uh, you, you started uh, your shift? Yes. It would have been from 12, and I might have been marked out for lunch, and then, then after that. Uh, so you had uh, clients on uh, September 10, 1998? That's correct. Did you see uh, Sandra Murphy in the shop 
uh, yes, that sir. afternoon. Yes, I did. Uh, was she with anybody? Yes, I believe she was with a lady friend. Uh, can you describe that lady friend? No, I cannot. Uh, did you uh, have, did, can you tell us how long uh, Sandra Murphy and her friend were in the shop that afternoon? I would approximately say about an hour to maybe two. Uh, did you uh, have any personal contact with Ms. Murphy? Yes, I always go back and say hi. It's a fairly small, exclusive shop. Uh, what was Ms. Murphy's uh, demeanor that day? Um, girls' day out, enjoying having manicures. So I would say happy. Uh, was there any uh, discussion uh, that you overheard uh, about uh, what uh, Sandra Murphy and her uh, girlfriend were planning for the rest of the day? Um, not that particular day. Uh, did you overhear Ms. Uh, Murphy uh, talk about uh, her relationship with uh, Ted Binion on that day? No, not on that day. Okay. Uh, did you indicate uh, to the um, a grand jury that uh, Sandra Murphy talked about uh, Ted Binion and his drug problem on September 10, 1998? That is correct. Uh, what did she say about that? Just that they were having, um, he was having severe problems and that perhaps that, you know, she thought he was, his road was going down. She figured maybe he might be having a drug overdose and she really didn't want to be involved with that. Did she tell you when he was going to be having this drug overdose? She didn't see that maybe he was at the road and the rate he was going, that he would have more than a few weeks left. Uh, you did not uh, give a, uh, a statement uh, to police, is that right? No, I did not. Uh, you were subpoenaed uh, by the state of Nevada to testify before the grand jury? That is correct. Uh, Ms. Gilliam, I'm showing you state uh, a grand jury transcript uh, from February 18, 1999. Uh, you recall testifying before the grand jury on that occasion? Yes, I did. Okay. If you would uh, read the lines uh, 10 through uh, 19 uh, to yourself. No, just no, that. No, no, I'm sorry. Just to yourself. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you finished reading? Have you finished reading that? Yeah. Uh, did uh, Ms. Murphy say uh, when she expected uh, Ted Binion to die of an overdose? A few weeks. Uh, do you recall that uh, quite clearly now? Yes, I do. Uh, did you hear uh, Ms. Murphy uh, talk about any other relationship uh, that she had going uh, during her visit on September 10, 1998? Um, I have overheard a couple of the girls just chit-chatting. Possibly a new love affair was mentioned. I have to object that's to hearsay. Sustained. Uh, I'm asking if you, if you heard Sandra Murphy uh, talk about uh, another man in her life. At this time, just that there was a love affair. 
Do you remember Ms. Murphy saying that? Mm-hmm. Said a yes? Yes. Uh, did she uh, tell you or did you overhear her saying uh, that it was an open and notorious uh, love affair with another man? It was not directed towards me. Okay. Uh, did you overhear her uh, talk about uh, this being an open and notorious uh, relationship with another man or was it a private thing? I have a foundation on this question, who she's talking to, the context of the conversation, that it's not just being a few words taken out of context of a particular yeah, conversation. Yeah, a little bit of foundation, Mr. Rowe. Do you recall Ms. Murphy saying anything like that first? Yes. Uh, do you recall uh, whether it was, uh, whether anybody else was present or who she was talking to? Dina. Uh, Dina Perry? Yes, the manicurist. Uh, when the defendant was talking to Dina Perry about uh, this uh, other man, uh, did she uh, characterize uh, this relationship with the other man? I couldn't answer that. I'm going to show you page 220, Miss mm -hmm. Gilliam, if you would, to read to yourself the lines uh, 2 through 6. Mm -hmm. Is your memory now refreshed as to how uh, Sandra Murphy characterized uh, this uh, relationship with the other man? Yes. What did she say? That it was a secret, some kind of a secret love affair. Uh, during the time that uh, you were, that Ms. Murphy was uh, in the uh, hair salon, uh, did you w work on her at all? I don't believe on that day. If I did, it was a bit a blow dry. Okay. Uh, the appointment book uh, does not reflect uh, that you worked on her. Okay. Uh, would that uh, indicate uh, that uh, you did not do a blow dry? That would indicate then. On a subsequent occasion, uh, did you see Ms. Murphy again? Yes, I did. Uh, had you learned by that time that Ted Binion uh, was dead? Yes, I had. I'm showing you states uh, exhibit number 27. Is this uh, the appointment book for uh, October 14? 1998? That is correct. Uh, do you see an entry for uh, uh, Michelle on, for that date? Yes, I do. Does the appointment book uh, reflect uh, whether or not uh, you had an appointment with uh, Sandy? Yes, it does. Uh, what does it indicate? Sandy had a blow dry at approximately um, 130 1.30 p.m.? Uh, there are there is a document that is attached to state's exhibit number 27. Uh, what is this document? That would be receipt paid for. Uh, whose receipt? This would be the ticket that I would write out, and then this would be handed to the receptionist. And this is my actual paperwork that I would fill out at the end of the day for pay payroll purposes. Uh, this uh, receipt uh, numbered uh, 584-4207. Uh, this is a document that uh, you would have filled out? This receipt, yes, and the receipt that's attached to it would be done by the register by the receptionist. 
Okay, and what does this uh, receipt reflect? That she did pay for it on that day of the document. Uh, this ha handwritten part, uh, does it read uh, Sandy and then $25? That's correct. Uh, that uh, was the customary charge for a, a blow dry? That's correct. Uh, this uh, other uh, document, uh, which reads uh, 1014 employee name and Michelle G., what is that document? That's my payroll to be given in daily. Uh, so on this uh, document, uh, you indicate uh, who you uh, worked on that day and how much are you charged? That's correct. When Sandra Murphy came into the shop on that date, October 14, 1998, uh, did she come in with anybody else? No, she was alone. Uh, will you describe her, her for us? Um, seemed distraught. She had a, may have been even dressed undercover. She had a baseball cap on, a t-shirt and a pair of jeans, and that's not her normal attire. How did she normally dress? She was well-dressed, St. John knits, suit, jacket, pants, usually. Uh, what are St. John knits? Just a clothing line, a high-end clothing line <coughs> that we sell at Neiman Marcus. Oh. Uh, did she have uh, anything else uh, in her possession as she came in? Yes, she had a glass of wine with her. Uh, did you serve wine at uh, Neiman Marcus Salon back then? No, we don't. Uh, did you uh, work on her that day? Yes, I did. Uh, aside from the glass of wine and uh, the baseball cap and uh, baseball cap, uh, did she have anything else in her possession? Three cell phones with her. Uh, she had three uh, separate cell phones? Yes, she did. Uh, did you ask her why she had three cell phones? But of course the gossiper I am. <laughs> um, I just asked her what they were for and basically just in case she needed to be uh, getting hold of, that she was being kind of careful. Uh, did she tell you why she was being careful? Not at that particular time. At a later time uh, during your uh, treating or servicing her that day? Did she explain why she had three separate cell phones? Just to be protective in case anybody would be listening on the airlines. Uh, she did not want to be overheard? That's correct. Uh, did she receive uh, any uh, telephone calls uh, during uh, the time that you worked on her or did she place any telephone calls? Yes, both. She was placing calls. I think she wanted to send um, a care package to a few people. So she had called a florist and received one call in which um, she used a code name. And uh, he was going to be possibly meeting her later to obtain some of her clothing articles from her house. Uh, what uh, code name did she use uh, for this mail? I believe it was Bear. Uh, bear as in uh, the animal? Yes. Uh, as in Grizzly Bear? Bear, yes. Uh, did she talk about a weather, uh, or did she talk about her, her financial predicament uh, with you? At that moment, she was very distraught because the will and things were at jeopardy at this moment. 
What did she say by things were in jeopardy at the moment? Um, she was upset that the family was fighting her against it and that they were threatening to take it all away. Uh, did she tell you what family was fighting at the will? Um, I don't recall. Uh, when she said uh, that the family was threatening to take it all the way, uh, did she explain to you what that meant? Um, to my knowledge, I remember her just mentioning the house was like $2.5 and that they were basically going to take everything. She couldn't even get to her articles of clothing. And she referenced uh, that the, the family was going to take everything from her? I believe she said the family, it may have been. Uh, did uh, she explain uh, what uh, or describe uh, how she felt uh, about uh, the family uh, fighting uh, what she was uh, supposed to get under the will? Just that she thought it was unfair that she was being so scrutinized and, you know. Uh, did she uh, discuss uh, her relationship with Ted Binion on that occasion? Yes, she did. What did she say? Just that... Um, Everyone understood it to be a financial arrangement, and she didn't understand what the big fuss was going to be about. When she said that it was a financial arrangement, she was saying that her relationship with Ted Binion was a financial arrangement? That's correct. She also said that she didn't understand why everybody, she said everybody knew about that? Yes, that everybody was under the same understanding. All right, Mr. Mamet. Thank you, Your Honor. Just a few questions, please. Um, initially, when uh, you met Sandy Murphy, uh, did there come a time when uh, her marital status was discussed? She was engaged at one time. That's something we had generally in common. She brought in her engagement ring one time to show me. She showed you her engagement ring? Previously this, yes. And she said that she was engaged to? Ted Binion. And, and, and I'm, I'm going through your, your grand jury testimony, and that testimony, you were, you were sworn under oath to tell the truth, correct? That's correct. Much like you were today. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just direct your attention, uh, but the last second time to the last that you saw her, uh, <clears throat> was she wearing her engagement ring? No. And, I don't uh, believe so. Did you ever? I don't believe so. Okay. And did you have a conversation with her about that? No. Did she I make didn't. any statement to you? No. The second to the last time I saw her, she said the engagement was off. He had a drug problem. That was the time of the 10th when she was in with her friend having manicures. Okay. So did I, did I misunderstand this? I'm, I apologize if I misquoted anything. Mm -hmm. But she indicated to you that the engagement was off because he had a drug problem. That's correct. 
Did it appear to you that the drug problem was important to her to be solved before she would continue on with the relationship? Objection calls for speculation. I sustain that you want to rephrase it fine, but I'm going to sustain that objection. Did you tell you anything else about the drug problem? No. That's what I'm showing you what uh, appears to be your grand jury testimony. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Page 211. Do you see that question? Can you read your answer to yourself? Mm -hmm. Good. Uh, let me ask that question again. Did she tell you anything else about his drug problem? That he may overdose. Okay. That she thought that he would probably overdose, so that was the reason for her not getting married? Correct. Okay. And that's what you testified to at the grand jury? Yes. How did you feel that, that, that Sandy was when she discussed her relationship? How would you describe her? Objection. Uh, calls uh, for supposition, uh, asking what is in the mind of uh, Sandra Murphy. Yeah, how did you feel? Maybe you could, what was right. her uh, demeanor or something like that? It'll be all right, Mr. Mohammed. Well, the prosecutor's question here was, at what point did you become familiar enough with Miss Murphy where she started revealing some of her personal affairs? Do you recall what your answer was? No. Is it correct that your answer was Sandy was very open from the moment I met her? She talked about her home life, home life, family life, and a life with him. That correct. correct? Now, Well, you said in response to the uh, prosecutor's question uh, about her being influenced by money and her being elaborate, at the grand jury, Mr. Roger asked you a question, what do you mean by that? Do you recall what your answer was? No. Page 212, line 5. Mm -hmm. Could you tell me what your answer was to that question? That she was always a, a gracious tipper and um, that she was attending balls. Okay. And when she would attend these balls, who are they with? Ted and her family. And her family would fly in? Mm hmm. That's correct. Yes, yes. So they both would come in. Would she have any of her family members come in and have their hair done, things of that nature? I don't believe they had their hair done also, but her sister was in with her before. Okay. The last time that you saw Sandy, said she had been drinking? There was alcohol presence, yes. And uh, she was drinking wine? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. 
And uh, <clears throat> there's a question posed to you, what about drugs? Do you recall what your answer was? No, I don't. About answer, nothing that I could tell. Is that your answer? That's correct. Okay. Again, in your grand jury testimony, uh, the prosecutor is asking uh, <clears throat> you an area about Ted Binion having a lot of money. And do you recall your answer was again about going to balls where they spent 1500 or 500 depending on which one it is, and she'd go there with the family? That's correct. During that time of September 10th, 1998, when there was a conversation between uh, Deanna Perry, when Deanna Perry was present, did you and Deanna Perry work on Sandy Murphy? No. If I recall correctly. 215, I don't know. <laughs> you have to read it and tell me. Page 215. Line five. Do you, yes. do you recall that statement? We were not both currently working on her. There's manicuring tables face one another. They're in the same room. My chair is directly right in front of it. So you were like a couple of feet away from her? Correct. Okay. And <laughs> when you were that close with her and Deanna Perry was working on her, you could all have a conversation Correct. together? Correct, yes. Okay. And did you hear in that conversation Sandy Murphy talk about killing anybody? No. Or uh, uh, stealing any silver from anybody? I don't recall. In other words, you didn't hear her say any type of a criminal activity to Deanna Perry, did you? Not that I recall. Did you work with Deanna Perry? I don't recall. Right. Well, at the time that you were working at Neiman Marcus, you did work with Deanna Perry, correct? Correct. Did Deanna Perry ever discuss with you some of her marital problems? On occasion. Okay. She was indicating that she was having a, uh, a tough time in her divorce? Correct. She was married to a cop? Mm-hmm, yes. And uh, that he had, he had taken her through the ringer? Correct. Now, did she also indicate that she was engaged and she was planning on getting married to Teddy, to Ted Binion? Yes. That Sandy Murphy was? Correct. And <clears throat> did you state to the grand jury just that, well, yes, I guess they were having problems because he was using drugs too often and that she expected that he would probably be overdosing and she didn't want that kind of life. Did you say that to the grand jury, ma'am? Correct. In response to the question, did she say when she thought that Ted might overdose? Her response, your response was she thought a few weeks. 
correct. To remember your response to this question, had she talked about Ted Binion overdosing, and did she say that he was going to obviously die as a result of the overdose? Your answer, or hurt himself. She didn't necessarily say die. Is that your answer? I believe so. But your demeanor when this conversation took place, the prosecutor asked you the question, what was her demeanor when she said that he was probably going to overdose in the next few weeks? Do you recall your answer being, she just seemed discouraged and disappointed because prior to that she had told, you know, told me nice things about him and looked promising, where now it didn't. Is that your answer to the grand jury? Yes. When you were near Sandy Murphy, did she ever mention anything, either to you or within your earshot, about Ted Binion Silver? I don't recall. Your answer to the grand jury was no, is that correct? That's correct. Response to a question, did you hear anything about Sandy Murphy talking about Ted Binion's will? Your answer was not at this time. Correct. When Sandy left that day, that's uh, September 10th, 1998, uh, did you have a conversation with Deanna Perry regarding this, regarding Sandy? I don't recall. Now, <clears throat> on that day, September 10th, In a conversation that, did Deanna Perry talk to you about a conversation that she had with Sandy regarding uh, what she recalled? I don't recall. time after September 10th that she came into the shop she was also drinking I don't recall
The last time that she came to see me was the time that she was drinking. The date, okay. I don't recall. Regarding that telephone conversation, she mentioned the word bear. You know, the one, the conversation that she talked about care packages to people. That was the same conversation that she had with somebody called Bear? No. Or was that two different conversations? Two different conversations. So one conversation she's talking about sending care packages to, to she people. She had called a florist. Okay. And then a second conversation, uh, there was the name of Bear. Correct. And she mentioned that that was a nickname for her lawyer, David Chesnoff. She just said it was a nickname, code name. Sure. She didn't mention who it was. Okay. She mentioned to you who she got to send these goodie bags to. Yes, she did. Who? She was on the phone with the florist at the time. She was reading off a list. Oscar Goodman was one of them. Okay. The others I could not recall for you. I didn't hear that, Judge. What did you hear? Who was the goodie baskets going Oscar to? Oscar Goodman. Oh. <coughs> and the other one she didn't? I don't recall. Oh. Thank you, Judge. phones that she had in her hand, did she tell you that one was hers and one was Teddy's? Ted Binion's? I believe so. Now, this conversation that you had with her, did she say anything about Ted Binion himself? Do you recall what your answer was? No. Would it be correct? Your answer was, yeah. I asked, of course, pardon me. I just asked her how she was doing and how was everything going for her. And she was upset. And things weren't going well. The family was fighting against her, against the will, trying to take her out of the will. And the house was going to be taken away from her. Do you remember that? Yes. And then she talks about some type of a financial arrangement. Correct. Is that, is that how, that was the context of your answer to the grand jury? Yes. Do you know how long she was, did she ever discuss how long she was in a relationship with Mr. Binion to you? No. Were you there that time when uh, the attorney's wife was having her nails done? Yes. And uh, it was a Deanna Perry doing the nails of the uh, attorney's wife? I don't recall. Did you ever hear Deanna Perry say to the attorney's wife, your husband should call me because I heard that Sandy Murphy killed uh, Mr. Pidgeon or anything of that nature? I haven't. Did uh, <clears throat> Deanna ever look up at uh, Sandy Murphy and say, hi, Sandy, when she came in? I don't recall. There was no conversation at that time when uh, <clears throat> the other woman, if it's Mrs. Chesnoff, was there with Deanna. There was no conversation between Sandy Murphy and Deanna Perry at that time. 
I don't, I don't believe Deanna was doing her nails, but I may be incorrect. Okay. I don't know. I don't recall who was doing her nails. Could you read this last answer here, Miss? A page. Council, uh, Xerox didn't come through. bottom of this page and I, I can't denominate it a page number. What page number is that, Mr. Roger? Looks like 228. Okay. Yes. And, and what did she say, who that person was that was getting her nails done? Um, I don't, his name is Chesnoff, is the last. Okay. Oh, did it was the wife oh, of. My attorney's wife. Correct. She's having her nails done here, how ironic. Correct. Do you think Sandy was a little intoxicated at that time? I could say. Remember in, res uh, in response to the grand jury, uh, uh, a question posed to you by Mr. Roger, question, did she tell you who broke off the engagement? Do you remember that you, your answer to be, she said she wasn't going to marry him, and she had told him that she wasn't marrying him until he was drug free? Do you remember that testimony? That would be correct. I'm going to wrap this up, Mr. Roberts. That's the end of my examination, Your Honor. Very briefly, Your Honor. When you appeared before the grand jury, had you met with Mr. Roger prior to uh, entering the grand jury? Maybe five minutes. Okay. Had you met with him prior to that day? I don't recall. Okay. When you went into the grand jury room, is it true that there's no defense lawyer asking you any questions? I don't know. It, it, I'll tell Number you one, I don't think she has the capability. No, if she, if she, if she, if you want to ask her, was anybody asking any questions other than Mr. Roger? I don't know if you were there or not. Fine. But, uh, was it just the prosecutor asking you questions before the grand jury? I believe so. So the room, in the room, yourself, the prosecutor, and the grand jurors, correct? And the grand jurors also asked questions, I believe. Thanks. Uh, anything else, Mr. Roger? Yes. Uh, you indicated in uh, one of your statements to the grand jury that uh, Sandra Murphy was, quote, very open from the moment I met her. Is that right? Yes. But what did you mean by that? Most people tell all their hairdressers everything. And Sandy Murphy was no different? 
That's correct. When on September 10, 1998, uh, when Sandra Murphy had her pedicure, was she out in, in the open or was she in a, a different room with Dina Perry? I don't know. Uh, where did they normally conduct their pedicures? They could be either or. Pedicures can be done in a pedicure private room, but if that room is taken up previously, then it would be done out in the open at the manicurist's desk. So you don't have any independent recollection as to whether or not she had her pedicure in another room? No, I don't. Now, did you have your own customers uh, that day that you were dealing with? On the 10th? Yes. That particular day I had a cancellation, so I was open. Uh, were you sitting there uh, during the entire conversation uh, between Dina Perry and Sandra Murphy? I was in and out. I sit in my chair. Uh, so you weren't paying attention to the entire conversation? No. Uh, you said uh, that uh, Sandra Murphy appeared to be uh, uh, discouraged over Ted Binion's drug problem on uh, September 10, 1998. Correct. Uh, did she appear discouraged uh, when she talked about her secret affair with this boyfriend? No. Uh, what was her demeanor when she was talking about uh, this secret affair with the boyfriend? Perhaps um, something else to look forward to. What do you mean by that? Take your mind off of something else, I guess. Uh, was she happy about this relationship? Well, I would say so. Uh, you wouldn't describe it as being discouraged, would you? No. <coughs> And this is all in the same conversation on September 10, 1998? Same visit? Yes. Uh, going back uh, to uh, October 14, 1998, uh, Mr. Momet uh, suggested uh, that uh, Sandra Murphy said that one of the three telephones belonged to Ted Binion. Uh, do you have a, a independent recollection of her saying that? I'm not sure. Uh, did she tell you who the other two cell phones belonged to? One was hers and the other one's, I don't, I don't recall. Uh, but you recall uh, three uh, separate uh, cellular telephones? That's correct. Uh, Mr. Momet asked you about the, the statement that you attributed to Ms. Murphy about a financial arrangement. He says, was that the context of the uh, statement? Do you recall exactly? And what you said to the grand jury? No. Uh, were you asked uh, during this conversation that you had with her, did she say anything about Ted Binion himself? And was your response a, yeah, I asked, of course, uh, pardon me. I just asked her how she was doing and how was everything going for her, and she was upset, and, and things weren't going well. The family was fighting against her, uh, against the will, trying to take her out of the will, and the house was going to be taken from her. And the main thing that she referred, uh, which was a little conflicting for me to understand, uh, was that she called Ted a financial arrangement, that everybody understood this was a financial arrangement. Uh, was that your response? Correct. And uh, then I asked you the same question. Were those uh, her words? And what was your response? Those were her words. Uh, did you also say and that she was surprised that they were trying to take it all back from her because everybody was under the same impression? Correct, yes. Uh, that's a, those were Sandra Murphy's words? Yes. Uh, were you then asked, uh, did she ever discuss feeling sad about Ted Binion's death, and what was your response? No. 
Uh, you were asked, did she ever discuss a missing uh, Ted's presence out of her life? What was your response? No. Uh, were you then asked, is it fair to say that the gist of her concerns was finances on that occasion? Was that the question? Yes. Uh, what did you say? At this point, yes, it was. No further questions. All right, that completes the testimony. A couple of right. questions. They talked about the financial arrangement. Everything was a financial arrangement. Did she talk to you in terms of what she was supposed to get out of the will, or monies, or property that she was supposed to get out of the will, that everybody knew about it? I don't recall. The uh, context in which the conversation went regarding Mr. Binion and his drugs. Did you get the imp uh, imp foundation. The usage of heroin by Mr. Binion that she discussed with you and the potential drug overdose. Did it appear to you that she was disheartened as a result of it? Objection calls for speculation. Well, just what you say. I mean, rather than did she feel, I mean, well, uh, what you say about it, I guess. Sandy Murphy told, told you certain things about the, the drug problem and the drug abuse that it was, Mr. Binion was experiencing, correct? Yes. And it was because of that she told you that either he gets free of drugs or she's not going to marry him. Correct. And this other relationship or boyfriend or whatever that she had talked about, she, she talked to you about that in context with the drug abuse problem that Mr. Binion was going through? I don't recall. I have no further questions. All right, that's it? Yes, sir. Thank you. You're Thank you.